Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning. Hi, Unity of Farmington Hills. And hello to all of you who are visiting us today for our worship service, our online worship service. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid, and it is a pleasure to worship with you all today. I loved that opening congregational song. I don't think I even heard that version until I came to Unity of Farmington Hills. Thank you for that. To, uh, Nicholas, um, Laurel, Bernard, Carl and Lauren. It is so awesome to have such an awesome music team. Thanks again. I'm going to share our announcements and then we will continue with our service for today.
First of all, we're still accepting donations for our Adopt-A-Family project. Actually, today's the last day. So any um, donations that you want to make, you'd have to make them online. Go to our website, unityfh.com. On the home page, you can click on the button, the Adopt-A-Family button. And then once it opens up to the donate page, make sure you specify Adopt-A-Family. I am excited to announce that we were able to purchase all of the requested items for the family, which is a family of four, as a mom and three teenage sons, and the senior who uh, has been widowed for 18 years, and she's all alone. So we've gotten everything that they requested, which are just basic necessities. So what we want to do is uh, take the remaining of our donations, which includes today's donations, and get something fun for them for Christmas. The don all of the present, all of the gifts will be were ordered online. They will be wrapped and delivered right before Christmas. So I'm excited about that. And thank you for all of you who donated to this project. And thank you to Bonnie, Roxanne, Sharon, Bailey, um, for and anyone else who I forgot who for purchasing the items and for directing this project. That was very awesome of you for volunteering to do that. Thank you so much for that. Today is our new member service and celebration at 11 a.m. today. It'll take the place of the Sunday Fellowship Gathering. I have a personal request to our UFH family. I would, I would really, really love for you all to be there today so that we can all together welcome, receive, and celebrate our new members. They can see your faces and see our Unity community, <laughs> our UFH community. I'm so excited about this service today and the service, the member, new membership service too. Our Monday Zoom house party is tomorrow at 1 p.m. You are all invited to join us, to connect together, inspire each other, and to laugh. This is a weekly party and we've been having a ball. Our weekly meditation is on Wednesday at 7 p.m. If you love to meditate feel, or you're new at meditating, join us Wednesday at 7 p.m. to experience meditating with us. I think you will like it. And then the next men's group meeting is uh, on Thursday, this upcoming Thursday, December 17th at 7 p.m. All of the, you men are welcome to join the, the group to, to enjoy yourselves. Peter probably has something, well, he always does, has something awesome for you guys to talk about or discuss or do some presentation. And so I, I really, really, really would love you all to be a part of the men's group who haven't participated yet. Go ahead and join and participate. We are having a Zoom town hall meeting and Christmas party on December 20th, which is next week, next Sunday at 11 a.m. Wear your favorite ugly Christmas sweater. The board and I just want to catch you up on um, everything that's going on in the church and also let you know where, what our plans are for next year, the beginning of next year at least. Our Christmas Eve service entitled The Meaning of Christmas will be on December 24th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. It will be hosted and performed by young adults and youth of UHF. I'm really excited about this service. And there will be a fellowship gathering afterwards from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. to celebrate those who participated in our Christmas Eve service. 
Our Zoom burning bowl service will be on December 31st, New Year's Eve. That's a Thursday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. You will need pen and paper so that you can write down all the things that you're releasing from 2020. And then we can also meditate on the things that are waiting for us in 2021. And then on January 3rd, we're going to have our white stone service. It's going to be a regular online service like what we have been doing. But I'd like you to bring pen and paper for that as well. It's because we're going to have a moment of pause. And then we can write down our new name for 2021. For all of the links to our activities, our classes, our group meetings and events. And to sign up for our email blast, please visit our website, unityfh.com. Click on the home on the home page. You should see everything that you're looking for. But if you don't, you can go to the calendar of events to schedule a Zoom appointment or a phone appointment with me during my office hours, which are Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and then Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or to request prayer, you may email me as senior minister at unityfh.com or call me at 248-737-9191. I do schedule appointments outside of my office hours, so I'm available when you need me. Well, this concludes our announcements for today. I know I said a mouthful as I have the last couple days. I'm just excited that we have a lot of activities for this holiday season to keep us connected and interacting with each other. So now as we join our music team in singing Shirley the Presence, Let us quiet ourselves down and open our hearts and minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer. The daily word for today, Sunday, December 13th, 2020, is love. Love surrounds me and fills my heart. Please affirm that with me. Love surrounds me and fills my heart. Love fills my senses throughout this Advent season. I find it in the taste and aroma of my favorite holiday recipes, lovingly made. I hear it in my favorite music, Christmas music, Song with joy. I feel love in a child's enthusiastic hug and in a friend's caring touch. 
I see love and joy in the festive decorations adorning houses and neighborhoods. The love of friends, family, and neighbors at Christmas time surrounds me in so many ways. Throughout the year, love remains the most beautiful evidence of the presence of God in and through all things. Love is the harmonizing power that infuses the world and everyone in it. Inspired by divine love, I perceive the, the divine in every person and all situations. The scripture comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. And now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, and the greatest of these is love. Let us pray. So please gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. And allow your consciousness to float right down into the center of your chest, which is your heart center. It is here that we tap into that one power and that one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe, God the Good Omnipotent. And God, right now we thank you for the divine love that you are that dwells within us, that loves us no matter what. We acknowledge your love on this third Sunday of Advent, and we know that it is your love that is opening us up more deeply to receive your message and to express it in our lives. In the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ, we thank you for every single way that you bless us. Amen. And now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And let us affirm our growth affirmation, which we know is working. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. And now we're going to have our first special song entitled Your Love Never Fails. It'll be led by Lauren, and then I will be back with our message for today.
I love that song. Very I, perfect song. Your love never fails. I, the, that's the truth about God, isn't it? Thank you for the performance, guys. Thank you for the um, message in the song that you chose. Lauren, thank you for the video that you used to put along with the music. It was all amazing as usual. I really appreciated it. Thank you so much, guys. Huh, so, I have two jokes for today. One by Kylie Kubador and the other one by Victoria Eurista. She is one of our new members. Kylie asked the question, what is a cat's favorite color? And I said, I don't know. And she said, purple. <laughs> and she had everybody laughing <laughs> at the Sunday Fellowship Gathering last Sunday. <laughs> and so Victoria asked Kylie a question. She said, why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? <laughs> and that was one of the jokes Kylie didn't know. Imagine that. <laughs> so Victoria said, because he had no body to dance with. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. Both of them were cute. Thank you. To both of you, thank you, Kylie, and thank you, Victoria, for those jokes. And I'm open to any other ones that the rest of you might want to share as well. <laughs> I thought those were so cute. <laughs> and they saved me the trouble for, <laughs> from looking for a joke. So today begins uh, the, week, the third week of Advent. And Advent actually means coming or arrival. 
It represents the four-week period before Christmas. So it's the fourth. It starts the fourth Sunday before uh, four Sundays before Christmas, and it ends the Sunday right before Christmas. And each week, the ritual is to light a candle that represents each one of the themes for that week. So for the first week, we talked about hope. And faith, that's usually uh, a purple candle that's lit. And then the second week, we talked about peace. And that's usually another uh, purple candle that's lit during the ritual. And then the third week, that represents for some, if they say joy for unity, in unity, we say it represents love. And we, we usually light a pink candle. And then the fourth week represents joy. In unity and we light another purple candle in the middle is usually a white candle that represents the Christ consciousness because Advent is to preparate the time the four-week journey of preparation to prepare our minds for giving birth to a new level of Christ consciousness so today I want to talk about the theme uh, well, the title of my talk, I'll say it that way. The title of my talk today is Infuse Your Life with Love. And so uh, it is my intention as we move into, the, into this talk, it is my intention to connect the theme for the third week of Advent, which is love, with the spiritual faculty that represents December in unity, which is life. And life is our ability to energize, to activate, to animate, and to stimulate. The disciple that represents life is Judas, and the area in the body that represents life is the generative area in the body, the generative organs of the body. And so how do we link love with life? Well, this is kind of easy because love is also one of our spiritual faculties. Love is our ability to unify, to attract, to, a des to desire. It is the bonding, the, it is number one, the bonding. <coughs> Let's see, Charles Fillmore says that love is, and this is his book, um, The Revealing Word, and Charles Fillmore is the co-founder of Unity. He says, love is the pure essence of being that binds together the whole human family. He says, in divine mind, love is the power that joins and binds in divine harmony, the universe and everything in it is the great harmonizing principle known to man. And also, love is the great harmonizer and healer. Whoever calls on God as Holy Spirit for healing is calling on divine love. Divine love will bring your own to you. Adjust all misunderstandings and make your life and affairs healthy, happy, harmonious, and free. And so this is a powerful theme for this week in Advent because it represents the divine love of God. There's a scripture that says, for God, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So God demonstrated God's love by giving his only begotten son. And that represents the consciousness of Christ that dwells within each and every one of us. So on a physical level, it represents Jesus. But on a spiritual level, it represents that God infused in each one of us the awareness of the Christ. And the Christ is the perfect divine 
man in each and every one of us that the or woman the essence of the spiritual uh it is the image and likeness of god that exists in each and every one of us so the scripture that i want to use today though to help us to discuss well examine how to infuse your life with love comes from john chapter 13 this is verse 34 and it reads well actually it'll be 34 and 35 and i'm reading from the new living translation so now i am giving you a new commandment love each other just as i have loved you you should love each other your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples now this is kind of powerful it's the beginning of how to infuse our life with love and that is learning to love each other the way jesus loved us Jesus demonstrated the kind of love that had uh, no filters. I'll say it that way. Jesus loved just for the sake of loving. And the most powerful expression of love is to love those who are the most difficult to love. He says that when you love your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Now, the kicker here is that Jesus, even though he had disciples, those who followed his teachings, Jesus really came to make us disciples of God, disciples in, under, in understanding the life, the light, the spiritual essence of God, the love of God. That's what he came here to demonstrate. And that's why he came to lay down his life, so to speak, to demonstrate the love of God. And the scripture that I want to use that demonstrates a more of uh, the most powerful form of love that we can give comes from Matthew is chapter five, verse 46 through 48. It says, if you only love those who love you, what reward is that? Uh, is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect, even as your father in heaven is perfect. Those of us who are true disciples of Jesus, meaning that we follow Jesus, we see Jesus as our way shower. And the way shower is the one that shows us the way to God. Those of us who are really serious about this really want to move into a space of infusing our life with the love of God. Not the love of a human being. The love of a human being has conditions on how we give of our love. The love of God gives just for the sake of giving and sees good in everyone and everywhere just for the sake of seeing it. And you give just for the sake of giving love without expecting anything in return. The most powerful way that we can love and infuse our life with love is to love those people who are the most difficult to love. And the beautiful thing is every time we tap into the consciousness of love within ourselves by loving God with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul and all our strength. Every time we tap into the life force, the spirit of God within us, we tap into that love that is God. 
we get to know God on a deeper and deeper and deeper level. And as we know God on a deeper and deeper and deeper level, we are pushed out into stronger expressions of love, which means that in order to infuse our life with love, we must be the demonstration of love. We must be the expression of love all the time in every area of our life to every person in this world, every person that crosses our life path, whether they're on TV, whether they're people who we hear about, whether they're people we are around personally, whether they're people that we, we know and are just acquaintances with, we are called as disciples of Jesus, which means that we express, we follow, we are disciplined in our following in Jesus's teachings. We are called to love those who are the most unloving. Uh, the, I'll say they're the most unloving in expression and they may be the most difficult to love. It pushes us into a, a deep level of understanding how God loves us because we don't always do what God would have us to do. We often move against the flow, the harmony and the, and the vibration of what we are created to be, which is love. We often move against what God has called us to be. We often go against spiritual law. And every time we miss the mark of being an expression of God and we sin, which that's what it means. It means missing the mark is an archery word that means missing the mark of being an expression of God, which is an expression of love. God loves us anyway. God loves us anyway. So when Jesus loved us, as he says in chapter 13, the, as he's telling us to love each other, he says, so now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. So that means Jesus always loved those who were in need. He was always there for them, which is when we show that when we do our adoptive family and the other times that we do uh, community service, acts of sacred service, our expressions of love that infuse love in your life because as you become an expression of love in the world you are infusing yourself because it takes love to give love and when we step into giving it it all it becomes stronger and stronger and stronger in us because it is an unlimited eternal force within us that gets strengthened every time we focus on it. The moment you focus on it, you enliven it with your life center, your life force. And the moment you step into giving it, you infuse your very life with the expression of love. And so Jesus loved those who were in need. He loved those who were considered his enemies, those who were, who were out to get him, especially the Sadducees, the Pharisees, and the rabbis who did not like the attention that he was getting and did not like that they couldn't understand his more deeper spiritual understanding. They were against him. He loved them anyway, even up on the cross. He said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Now, that's a deep level of love right down right there. And I used to think that he was murdered by those people who the Jews who were his people. But the truth is he gave his life. He made it easy for them to arrest him and he made it easy for them to kill him, to take his to put his life up on the cross. And then on the cross, he commended his life into God's hands. That is a great level of love too, to give your life for someone else. 
is a deep level of love. So Jesus loved his enemies. Jesus loved those who were, who were in need. Jesus touched and loved those who were considered defiled, who were held away from society because they were sick somehow. And in a way that it would contaminate or be cont it was a contagious illness, they were kept away until the, the 14 days of quarantine that we're doing in COVID. That was their way of keeping, mitigating a virus or some type of illness in the Jewish community was to hold, keep them away from each other until the person was healed. They had to go to the priest, be examined by the priest, and then they were given permission and take a, a love offering with them somehow that represented whatever illness they had. And then after the priest said the, they were okay, then they were allowed back into uh interaction in the general public Jesus touched those people Jesus was around those people he demonstrated love to them he gave them healing he was around women he he gave women um administrative roles in his ministry Jesus went against the grain of how Judaism was legally the letter of the law the laws that he, he, he moved past that and he demonstrated love in a way that showed a deep level of compassion, a deep level of empathy for those who he who didn't even like him. He was not a respecter of persons in his love, just like Charles Fillmore says in his book, The Revealing Word, Jesus loved for the sake of loving. So in this world today. We have a lot of things going on that is, are pushing us to love anyway, that are pushing us to demonstrate and give love anyway. Now, the most powerful way we can do it is to respect that person as a child of God. That's how we demonstrate the love, that we come from a place of every time we think of them, we think of them with respect. Every time we speak about them, we speak about them with respect respecting them as a child of God every time we're around them or the things that we do is somehow honoring them as a child of God. That is the most powerful way. Now, why does it infuse your life with love? Because the very love that you are generating to give out is the very love that is being generated to that, that comes forth and infuses the world, infuses your life, your every area of your life, not just by giving love to those who are the most difficult. You give love in every single area of your life. Just as equally without conditions or limitations. You start with God and then you move to you and then you love your neighbors as you do yourself. That is the way that we demonstrate being disciples of Jesus and re really is being disciples of God. Jesus always leads us to God. I remember walking up to Myers one time and this guy had parked sideways, which was blocking traffic in the parking lot to let his wife in. His wife was disabled. She, well, she had a, a walker and she couldn't barely make it uh, all the way to the curb. So he parked sideways so she could get in the car and he could put, and it took him a minute because he was kind of walking slow himself. They might have been close to their 90s. They were old people. And he got her in the car and he was going really slow, got his walker put in the car. And people were getting upset and fussing about it. 
And someone said, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you park like that? Now, I truly, I truly believe that had she seen the wife and seen the man, that her mind would have come from a different perspective. So that's another part. When you love in a way that infuses your life, you release all assumptions and just move in the space of always loving. Release judgment, release uh, expectations, release any feelings that are out of alignment with love as you think about someone, speak about someone, or act or, or behave around someone. I saw that what happened, and my heart was filled with inspiration and love the way he took care of his wife and gently helped her in the car. It took a while because she was older. Gently put her in the car, made sure she was okay. Her legs were in the car before he closed the door. And then he put, put the walker in the trunk. It took him a while because he was older, but that blessed my heart. Now, other people who came up in the tail end of it had their complaints and their judgments. And some of them weren't even the ones blocked by the traffic. And they're sitting there judging. In those moments, they're defusing their body with love they're they're diminishing the love experience within their body within your body the moment you move out of that space and love them no matter what release your judgment you move back into infusing your body infusing your life with the love of god the love of god knows no judgment the love of God knows no condemnation. The love of God knows no conditions. The love of God just loves for the sake of loving. And the beautiful part is when you love for the sake of loving and without expecting anything in return, there is this huge feeling of joy, which represents next week, that wells up inside of us. And a deeper level of peace that wells up inside of us. And a deeper expression of the flow of God that comes to us. That everything that we give out into the world starts to flow back more quickly to us because, because we become the activating vibration. Love attracts. It unifies. It binds. It attracts to you the very thing that you are, the very vibration that you are giving out, you attract it back to you. Let us move in this third week of Advent into a more powerful experience of love than you have ever moved in before. Look at your life. Look at those people in your life. Look at the people who have crossed your life, even that you don't know. And the people who, because we have these areas where there is a lot of stuff going on, where people have these, even with discrimination, racism, sexism, all these forms of isms that, Go against the flow of unity, harmony, peace, and love. We can still come from a place of love. Even when we move into finding ways to dismantle those areas in, in the society, those areas in the world that are unjust and unequal and unloving. We can still come from a place of love. And the beautiful part is the more we do, the stronger vibration we become. I want so deeply to be such a vibrant expression of love, such a strong disciple of Jesus, such a strong disciple of God, because Jesus points me to God that when I, my eyes represent 
or my eyes. You can see in my eyes the expression of love looking at you. You hear it in my words as I talk to you. You feel it when I'm around you. If I hugged you, you feel it in the hug. When I speak to you, see you, whatever it is that I do, I do it in an expression of love, giving my love in everything I do, every thought I think, every word I say. It is my full intention, my full commitment to move into a deeper and deeper expression of love. And in that, and especially looking at those who are the most difficult to love, I take on that challenge. I take on that challenge. And you know what's powerful? Sometimes the most powerful person who's difficult to love is you. I have those moments when I am that person. And I take on that challenge to release conditions off myself, to release judgment from myself, to release expectation from myself, and to just live in the love that God has for me. And I challenge you to do the same thing. And when you do that, you infuse every area. You look at every area of your life and you treat every area of your life the same way that Jesus would, the same way that God does. And be that powerful expression of love, the love of God. And when you do, you infuse yourself. The life within you gets animated, activated into a higher and, and jump-started into a higher expression of love infused into a higher vibration of love and your very life in this world expresses it in every area. Let us move into being deeper expressions of God. Let us start with loving those who are most difficult to love, even if it is you. Look at yourself, examine yourself first and then move from there into every other area of your life and give love without expecting to receive it in return. And see how God blesses you back. That's part of giving righteously. See how God blesses you back. Put God to the test and see how God blesses you back. Namaste. And so now, as we take that consciousness of infusing our life with love, let us move into our giving segment, our giving righteously segment of our service knowing that as we give in the experience of love according to how we are guided by God to give that not only are we infused with the vibration of God's love we also draw to us that which we give God we you you reap as you sow so shall you reap so let us affirm our love offering blessing together with that consciousness of the divine donation or love offering that you have in your mind by God from God to give together divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have all that I give and all that I receive thank you God and for those of you who are giving online you may go to unityfh.com click the donate button in the upper right hand corner of the page and when it opens up you may give through credit card or PayPal. If you're, gonna, if you're giving today for the Adopt-A-Family, on the home page, you should see where the Adopt-A-Family uh, section is. You can click on there and do your donation that way. Make sure you specify that it's for Adopt-A-Family. For those of you who are giving by check, sending your checks into Unity of Farmington Hills, you may send them to 
32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. Whichever way you choose to give, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I thank you with a divine feeling of gratitude. I thank all of you for every single way that you bless our spiritual community, bless each other in the spiritual community, bless me, and help UFH to bless the outer community. I, I, I'm, I'm excited about that. So thank you for that. And now as we, we, we have our second special song, and it is entitled Love Can Build a Bridge is led by Laurel, and then I will be back with our closing prayers for today. I'll see you in a minute.
Love can build a bridge. I love that message. I love that song. Thank you, Laurel. And thank you all for that wonderful, amazing performance. Lauren, thank you for the video. I appreciated that. Thank you for all of the performances today, guys. It was awesome. So now let us do our, our virtual prayer circle. So let us take a deep breath. Let your consciousness float right down into your heart center and gently close your eyes. Call forth the names of those who you'd like to pray with today. And God, as we call forth these names into this virtual prayer circle, we thank you for blessing each and every life in your divine way, in your divine timing, and in your divine order. We know that in the spirit it is already done, and we thank you for the manifestation that will occur as soon as it, that, that will bring forth their highest and greatest good, like I said, in your divine timing, in your divine way, and in your divine order. Thank you for blessing everyone in attendance here, everyone who helped to create this service, and everyone connected to UFH. And God, thank you for blessing the world. In the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ, we pray. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us pray our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Well, again, as I said, I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid. It has been a pleasure for those of you who are coming to the new member service and celebration. I will see you in a little bit. For those of you who are not, I'll see you later. Let us close out by singing the peace song with our music team. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Unity 